Welcome back and thank you for listening to It's On Us Podcast. On this episode with our guest Anton, we talk a lot about basketball and how he views the game and so much more. So thank you for listening and remember to like, subscribe, and review us on all major podcast platforms. Question for you guys. What's up? What is the most toxic thing somebody's ever said to you? Toxic? Oh, shit. Toxic? Some random girl told me that she couldn't talk to me at work because I was a Scorpio. And she had dated so many Scorpios that she couldn't even, like, look at me. The, and I had no clue who this chick was at all. It was like her first day at work. Wow. Like, yeah, who hurt her? Like, I could just tell you're a Scorpio. I'm offended. Because I started just yelling at somebody about something. So I could just tell you're a Scorpio. I'm like, huh? Okay, there we go. A little context. I'm I'm a fan. What is wrong with Scorpios? Like There's that. nothing wrong with us. I, you ever had a conversation your vibe, like, though. somebody come up to you like, oh, what are? You, when were you born? Oh, I'm a, a cancer. Oh, I can't fuck with you. Like, What is that? Like, oh, I knew I, it. I'm not offended that because... I'm too chill to even care about any of that, man. Like, you know, Sagittarius supposed to be this, that, a third. I'm like, ah, I don't mm-hmm. really sound like me, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't control what I happened to come out or be conceived. I was just there. Like, you got <laughs> to talk to my parents about that one. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob, for you? I meant to I was ungrateful. Ooh. Wow. God damn. What, what now, were you ungrateful sure for? That, like, it, it was or you were just being ungrateful? No, I got, in, I got into it with one of my parents, and we got into an argument, and... I seen th- uh, things of the situation one way. She seen it the other, and she said, so da, 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 "Yeah, that's a, yeah." That sounds like a mom. Yeah, thing. you said your yeah. parent, and then you said, <clears throat> said she. Yeah. So. You don't but understand, yeah. mom, all right? Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't even like that. Fuck you, but whatever. Yeah. Wow. I got you. No, I mean. People say toxic. It, it all fucked the time. with me for about a day or two. Like you, like, wanted, you wanted chicken fingers and she made you mac and cheese and and you sure, John, that's the, that's the that's I the story. Goddamn chicken fingers, mom. Why would, You're I mean, fucking like, ungrateful. I can't say that. <laughs> so you like you probably like eat fish sticks and all that, right? No, I don't eat fish sticks. No, I don't like fish sticks actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, me, I don't know. Toxic shit. Uh, well, at my first job, my boss was like, I la- I was put, I put my two weeks in as my last day. He was like, you'll be back I'll, the whole day. He was like, you'll be back. You'll be back. No, I'm not worried about it. You'll be back. Cause I was trying to give him my shit. I'm like, here's my hat, my whatever. Yeah. No, you'll be back. I'm like, no, I won't. And I, I've never, I did not, I did not go back. You wanted to bad I, though. Yeah. Cause no, he was just saying that. Cause I don't know. He probably just saw that I was whatever. He was like, no, you're, you're nothing more than, than this. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm gone. So <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's bad. That's like toxic. That's the only thing right right now I can think of toxic. But Clifton, I'm a selfish, lazy asshole. Oh shit! <laughs> you see how he just knew it off the list, though. <laughs> I was a, I was a t- personal attack. Somebody yeah. told you this. Yeah, Previously. I mean, you wrote me, that shit. Down. No, I mean, I, I ain't that. It's not that I wrote it down. It's just like, <laughs> why all y'all was talking. No, no, I'm I saying was, like you wrote like. Yeah, and while and I was just like, you know, what's the most toxic thing? I'm a selfish, lazy asshole, and I know that's like the contrary to like what I am. I'm selfless. I'm compliant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I be an asshole? Yeah. I mean, everybody's an asshole sometimes. So I mean, I get that part. And lazy, that I am not. I am not lazy. To be where I'm at right now, I I can't be lazy. So damn, all that in cool. one sentence. So like, selfish, lazy asshole. That's a. Yeah. That's a three piece combo right there. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Michael Myers, stab. It's all right, man. I don't know. Some people just say shit that they don't mean. And even if they do mean it, fuck them. <laughs> nah, it's fact, though. I like but, that logic. So for me, something toxic uh, when people come up to me and say, hey, you should have a kid already. Why would I have it just have a kid just because? Like, mm. No. Stealing. If I can plan my shit, I'm going to plan my shit. Don't, like, force don't me. Don't plan to, it like, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people put these, like, weird expectations on you of, like, what you, they think you should live your life like how you should live your life like no that's not how it's supposed to go so mm-hmm. as i've been saying if you ask me when i'm having a kid i'm gonna ask you to send a check <laughs> or send a cash app sale anything like that then we could talk about that how, right. you know how much a kid costs <laughs> exactly. just to have the kid a just lot have it. it was a like lot. eight grand or something yeah. or more than that eight yeah. grand yeah i think yeah them hospitals don't play with you at that just point, to you, gotta go, you gotta give a home birth. You gotta home. do everything natural. Bro. Put you in the bathtub. Yep. Here's some Epsom salt. <laughs> <laughs> Help that little thing out. <laughs> Relax your muscles a little bit. You seem a little tense. I got you. <laughs> you come in there with a with a with, a, with a apron on. Let's do this. A baby shark. You coming out in salt water and shit. Right. Uh, 
play some DMX in the background. You got this. Just push. Jacob, you a hype man? You a hype man? You a doctor? All that. Three piece combo. Go ahead, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of It's On Us. Uh, today we have a guest today, guest host, Mr. Anton Trina Harris. Yeah. Uh, along with him, we got our usual guy, Ash. Yo, yo. Mr. John. What's going on? That guy, Cliff. Yay. And nephew. Yo, yo. You introduce yourself, uh, the Glizzy. Oh, uh, the Glizzy guy, Jake Diaz. <laughs> he gives himself these nicknames. No, like, I didn't. He tried to call himself I, the glue. I, I am the fucking glue. How? The glizzy got, glue. Let's, <laughs> all right. We, we talk you, about that all the time. Yeah. John, take over. Now, now wait a minute. Anton, congratulations. You are the first time second guest of the show. Yeah. 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 Friend of the show. Friend yeah, of the show. Friend of the show. Yes. Like I told him beforehand, Fast and Furious style. At least part 10. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this, this is too fast, too furious. So we got yeah, we can go to outer space and all of that. Yeah, really, in outer space though? I stopped watching after. I stopped watching after like six. I, I stopped watching after uh, Paul Walker died because yeah. I was Same. like, all right, bro, like, yep. why is Dominic Toretto a super spy? Now? I thought he was just from the hood and he just drove and stole cars. I didn't know you was like a licensed like CIA like right, like, mm-hmm. right. You've been so, an yes. op the whole time. Yeah, like you've been an op. Like everybody be like, hey man, you know that guy Dominic Toretto? Right. Like he ain't like him because he was a cop on the cover. He a cop. Now they're like grabbing cars and shit, like catching cars. It's yeah, I seen that on the trailer. I'm like, oh, so he can catch a car like barehanded now? I'm like, oh, he's a superhero. Like, that yes. whole movie was nuts. I seen it. They cross in we, different like universes. We, just yeah, to we need like an Avengers like like crossover because that that's I, definitely what Dominic Toretto wants. I guarantee. You. I've seen one that they're bringing like dinosaurs or some shit into it too. Like it's like supposed to be like Jurassic Park like or some shit like. No, Jurassic Park meets Masterpiece. <laughs> I, I, I think they should do that. They should do like you know how scary movie was just kind of like mashes of things. Like if they do like a, like a Fast and Furious, like who we want to be like in there? A scary movie, like the comedy like, one. Yeah, par- parody. Yeah, that's much. different though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a yeah, parody. It's like all right. Look, everybody wants well, how, it. How are we period? We just supposed to be drag racing. That's how we start. <laughs> <laughs> like so like racing race. for each other. Some stolen parts. Yeah. Stolen parts. Drag racing, and now we're just like, hey. Somebody stole this. We need you to go receive it. A vault. Remember the one with the vault? They the had like the vault that they robbed. That's yeah. the last one I watched. That yeah. was fire, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't gonna lie. Their action sequences do be fire. Oh yeah, they're like, accurate. I, like they special effects be incredible. It's just yeah. like wildly unrealistic. Like, <laughs> all right, bro, y'all. Even though that looks great, y'all really, you know, y'all did push an envelope. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we push an envelope here. Pretty sure like everybody died after these car accidents. Oh yeah, <laughs> y'all been getting rattled in these cars for years, bro. I know y'all. Insurance is impeccably high. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the rates, bro. Oh my god, probably like seven hundred. His state farm agent's like, all right, let's let's have a seat and let's talk about your your options. You've wrecked uh fucking two thousand cars. Not to mention the damage that you caused in the city, capital. Yeah, you have multiple lawsuits from every city you've been in. Did I mention the warrant? (laughs) Oh yeah, fucking crazy, bro. All right, so uh, just so you know. Touch on some topics that we have to, for today. Uh, yesterday, we got to experience uh, Game Five of the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. and the Bucks had won, right? So, what are your expectations going into Tuesday? Would be yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday nine o'clock, if necessary Thursday. Oh wow, if necessary, yeah, if that's right. Got to sprinkle that in there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, necessary, I think. Even though I want the Suns to win, I think the Bucks are going to pull out on six. Mm-hmm. I want the Suns to win, but. I think the Bucks just got the momentum right now. Going, winning, you know, th- with three games in a row. Yes, sir. would have swept them if they won the next one. Yeah, three right. games in a row. So, with that momentum, you know, and just to be honest, two games in a row where he has back-to-back major momentum plays, mm-hmm. you, sometimes you just can't change that. Mm. I mean, oh yeah. Now yeah. what did they do last night? Because I know they were down by like seventeen at like in the second quarter, third quarter. First so quarter. basically, the Suns came out very aggressive at the start. Like, hey, oh no, it's <laughs> our time. Um, and we at home came out sixty poorly. Looked really good for them, but it was exactly what they needed at home. But before even the second half, the Bucks really responded, came back, and I don't know if they tied it up before the half. They mm-hmm. no, they but took I'm, over the lead. I think they were. I think, up yeah, one. I think, yeah, I think yeah. they up in like. Because usually Cats will probably do that like in the second half they'll overcome. But before the first half, they set a toll. Say, like, no, yeah. we're, we're not letting this happen. We're not um, giving you guys a moment and we're taking it. Re-hear. And ever mm-hmm. since then, the Suns never really can properly, like, recover from it. 
I don't think the Suns led after that. Once they, they got the lead back, the wow. Suns, and then it got to a point where like the Bucks went up. And I know for real, it was a point of the game where the the Suns couldn't get between eight for like the last second half. Wow. They would get to eight points, they would get it in single digits, couldn't break the barrier for basically like the whole second half. That's when I knew like, yeah, they're not winning this game. Mm-hmm. Now, was um, it Giannis and Middleton doing the, most of the lifting? Drew, too. Honestly, yeah, it was Drew. I'm on the verse. It's really the Suns. They, they're they losing their own games. Because uh, they are the better team all around. I believe definitely they're the better team. Uh, I don't understand why they don't go with the whole build the wall around uh, build the wall around Giannis strategy. It worked for two years. Um, he didn't properly respond to it from what I've seen. So they just kind of didn't do that. Don't understand that. Um, Chris Paul's having some problems. Also, don't know why, but it seems to be the worst time to have it. But no, I've never seen this dude throw like careless passes before, like mm-hmm. ever in his career. All of a sudden, his careless passes, his decision making seems like he's like flustered. So that's really my problem with the Suns is without him being a crucial piece, it's very hard for him to overcome the Bucks team because mm-hmm. he only had what twenty one and eleven last night, so. yeah. which is still a crazy. Thing I got to say he question, only man. had right only one with uh, Sarge oh. being gone. Though, do you think they have the personnel to build a wall, especially with the shooters Milwaukee got? I don't think Milwaukee really has a lot of shooters. They have Chris Middleton, great shooter. Everybody else is kind of like really inconsistent from what well, I see. Especially they are from what streaky shooters. Yeah. I know what you mean. So there's there's people like like Drew Holiday make shots, but like Drew Holiday isn't a knockdown shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, they had nice. Bobby Portis on the wing last night. I'm like, oh, no. he's Cunnington, not. Brooke Lopez hit one. No, they hit shots. Mm-hmm. They're good shooters, but it's been times where I've seen them miss in crucial times throughout the playoffs where they needed it. Now they're tapped in now, but for me to just be like, oh man, I'm scared of that dude on the wing. Yeah. No. Right. Absolutely not. So, in one of my other group messages, somebody asked um, if Giannis does win this MVP, he's probably going to get the MVP f- uh, for the finals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? No. With all his accolades. As Giannis be my favorite player, I would say no. Giannis is great at what he does. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I like his attitude. I like his drive. I don't like that he don't ever try to work on his jumper. I don't like that. Uh, especially when that was a problem where two years where he could have probably had maybe a finals <laughs> appearance earlier. And he never was just like, well, at least let me try. I feel like he didn't mm-hmm. do it. Um, he is playing great in the finals, don't get me wrong. Uh, back-to-back 40-point games. He's doing what works for him, and he's being inside of his own boat. He's not letting anybody. He doesn't let, like, outside words, like, affect him. Like, everybody will be, like, letting the media be like, oh, man, I should be playing like this. He don't care about none of that. He just won a ring, so I do respect that. I can't get him first by the Hall of Famer off the rip, though. Um, but I am impressed, definitely so, because you can't never – you can't display Chris Middleton. Uh he should definitely be right there with him. I for I, me personally, yeah. I was fighting tooth and nail to say that Middleton should be guy, the MVP. He's been like really their really. glue. When they he have wouldn't. trouble, it's Chris. Like yeah. I always said, at the end of the game, Chris Middleton needs to have the ball because he's mm-hmm. the only person that can really consistently hit our free throws. So I wouldn't even be playing around with anybody because like, they're just going to follow Giannis and be like, well, see if you can make him. I wouldn't do that with Chris Middleton. Not to mention that dude, third quarter performances he's been giving where it'd be like 20-point third quarters just taking over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's special right there. So he got a definitely got a good second player playing with him. So it can't just be all him. But I'm pretty sure he know that too. He appreciate that. On the other side of that, I just got a question for the table. If Chris Paul doesn't win a ring, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes. Yes. No doubt. He was gonna be one without it anyway, in my opinion. I think it's I really would like him to get the ring. I think it's crazy that if he don't get it in this fashion, I'll be a little disappointed. Just because I know he'll be sick that he didn't play like how he know he right, should right. be playing. But he's also losing to the best player in the series, though. It's not like he losing to just any old body. Like, this is That's a young too. possible phenom we're looking at here. Has two back-to-back MVPs, a defensive player of the year. If he's crowned champion, has a finals MVP at the age of 26. That's a lot of good accolades. That's, and that's you know, and that's first what they were saying. Ooh. First defense, you know what I mean. He's been on All NBA. So I be liking stuff like that, but then I don't because <laughs> everything be like the accolades be so like stacked boom, boom, boom. up. It be so like don't get me wrong, they be impressive, but like I mean, a lot of young cats go to the, a lot of young cats are doing better things now. Like yeah, he's twenty six. He'll be probably what does that make him like the youngest Finals MVP? I would assume. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, no, he I did think Kawhi is. Kawhi is. Yeah, I think so. When he won it against Miami, I think but, that he was younger than 26. Okay. But on a – not saying that he's going to be on GOAT status. I'm not claiming this. But he would have gotten this before Jordan and LeBron at the age of 26. So 
you know what I mean? It takes him on a nice trajectory if he does want to be a considered GOAT someday. True. And his second player was uh, Chris Middleton. So, you know, this was a earned ring. You can't say it was, oh, yes. he had a yes. bunch of players. He had Chris Middleton I respect at the that. age of 26. I do respect stuff like that because he was never like, no, build a super team or I need you to come play with me. Right. I like when players develop who they got with them and they exactly. can flourish together later because he'd been with Chris Middleton, was him, been my guy. They, mm -hmm. I think they was there when they lost all those games. They had like the worst record for them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I'll, I'll definitely always support that because that's how I feel like it should be. You should go out and get it out the mud. On you know that what note, I want to diss my Pistons right now. Um, oh, shit. Because of the worst management decision team like ever also had Chris Middleton and well, you see the result oh, oh. oh. so yeah. real quick then you said you like the Pistons you think they're trading that first pick and if, if that, so if it's a who? bad thing to do for them yes they're gonna do it <laughs> at this point. I don't have no faith in their management decisions until that whole management team gets scrapped mm -hmm. um I imagine they're probably going to trade it for well, somebody washed up for all I know. Uh, they're better off taking the K Cunningham yeah. kids. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I think he said something like he's interested in going there. They, for some reason, keep taking people that's – they take away from people that don't want to be there. Like Andre Drummond said, oh, I want to be in Detroit. You train them for nothing. Yeah. And expect Blake Griffin. Shit, to we like, bought him out though. So yeah, I mean, at least y'all yeah. got something but, from us. But I think then we got like what, like some fourth, like what, um, second round picks or something. We ain't get Shit, nothing. We got for absolutely nothing for it. Money on the books. Hey, man, <laughs> we in the same boat, then I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to um, personally diss Detroit Pistons, um, whoever they're like. I, I, come on, man, do better, please. So, begging you, please. <laughs> oh yeah, we see like like the NBA is changing, even on like uh, Team USA and. They've lost. They have a game today, actually. Do they? Mm -hmm. Who are they going against tonight? Uh, I'm not too sure. That's the last like exhibition please, game. Uh, please don't lose. <laughs> well, they won the last one. Uh, yeah. I think it's crazy the whole, even if because, you know, sometimes the media ain't always true. But if it was true, them complaining about not getting the same calls that they would get, like, in the league, I'm like, that's off. Um, you shouldn't do that. I think that one y'all should be more talented to these people because y'all, you know, playing the best league in the world. So I don't think that should be a factor. Um, I would up. shout out other like countries. They do have now more NBA players than like ever before. Like you right, see, right. You will see the other team and be like, oh man, I didn't even know he was from you know that part of the world. Like, <laughs> so that do be dope. They are going to get higher competition. Don't get me wrong, but they shouldn't be complaining about not getting touch fouls. You should be able to play through that. And mm -hmm. for the shooting, for me, for the shooting that they have. I mean, maybe I don't know if Greg Popovich is not comfortable with this, but between Damian Lillard, uh, Kevin Durant, and Jason Tatum with a shorter three-point line, um, I imagine it'll be you know kind of lights out. Yeah, you should know. be buckets. Yeah, like if, if it's a shorter three-point line for Damian Lillard, I mean, like you mean I could take extra step and still get three points. Right. Like, do you think they should be taking advantage of stuff like that? Um, so is it like a different ball and shit too? Like it's smaller. Basketball is basketball. Man. Yeah, I was about to say. Especially like, for cats <clears throat> like them, but it don't matter. Right. Don't matter nothing about that. Because I wonder why they're losing it. I mean, like, maybe they're just not caring. Or I just like, think they don't have enough time together. Yeah, chemistry. As no, a, that is as a whole. Thing. You do like, got to you know? build chemistry. I would say that's true too, for sure, Gabe. But chemistry play like a huge part in it. But I feel like with the talent that those guys have, I mean, you read off that five. What's the starting five? Uh, Damian Lillard, Kevin oh. Durant, Bam Adebayo. Um, I think Zach Ravine's in the starting lineup due to health and protocols. I know yeah. Brad, Bradley Beal's in the starting lineup, but he's out. When you start saying no names, I mean, yeah, they got to chill together. But you like, I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like a lot of our top, some top guys out there, man. Like, I ain't know nobody that was on that Nigeria team. <laughs> so, um, and they got that block on Durant. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, Mills nice a good block, but yeah. he can't be talking like you know, yeah. not like that to Kevin Durant. Because if you talk like that, I mean, we got to see you come to the league, then, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, don't give you wrong. Great block, you know you held your country, oh, but uh, motherland defense. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, is the NBA like it's just getting more soft, or how should like they be playing now? Because I feel like small little like touches of players, they like are extra dramatic, and they're taking away from like the purity of the game. Like it's it's a rough game, like you're beating up on each other, but still it's like. That's the basketball we like to see. Like, you're over-aggressive. Like, an and one is an and one, not like a little, like, love tap. And it's yeah. like, you know. I feel and like one. I agree with some of the analysts on TV. Um, other countries learn how to really play five-man basketball. A lot of kids nowadays are growing up and learning how to play one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two -on -two pretty much where you're running a high pick-and-roll screen or the kick-and-go. And that's pretty much basic. And if you're a star, you know what I mean? You can star in that 
quick and easy on the go offense. They don't know how to cut without the ball. They don't know how to set off ball screens. You know what I mean? And I mean, everybody knows how to do the back door. But again, that kind of goes with the two on two thing. So I feel like American players need to get back to the drawing board with X's and O's instead of kind of running like 2K. You know what I mean? It's like 2K on the court where you either shooting the three or you're driving the ball, getting a dunk. Like nobody tries to get a pick and pop in the mid range like how you see Phoenix doing. That's why Anton said, you know, they should be beating Milwaukee because they got a good offense for real, for real. They're just not executing. And I like teams who play team basketball like that, where you're not just playing, you know, inside, outside. You're even doing it from the second level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Utilize that. That's why 90 players were nasty. They'll pick and pop real quick in the mid-range. Kill that's you. A, that's I hate why to I'm, come in, but I got to piggyback off that because that's a great statement. As not far really, as like, hold on. Wait, that, that's Jacob's favorite line. You did not just say that shit. Really? <laughs> Subconsciously, that's crazy. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, I haven't grown up with Jacob for a while, so he probably stole that from me. Oh, no. that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm going to throw that out there. But um, <laughs> definitely what my guy Clifton said, as far as the five-on-five basketball, um, I do coach some kids. and you know, I'm not saying that, but my kids love them kids, ACA forever. Um, but, yes, <laughs> like – a lot of people see the game as it's just like it's really one on one and two on two. Like, you know, don't matter what they do, be like, well, I scored like 25. Like, but you lost by like 16. <laughs> so, like, I no, mean, but I had, don't 20, get, I had 25, don't get 10, me wrong. 12, bro. Like, <laughs> that's that's individual yeah. stats. Is and now, like, the individual stats is like, it's like they're king over everything. Like, I mean, oh, you're the greatest of all time because you have individual stats. It's like, well, what happened to winning? And, like, exactly. and sometimes when it, when, it, when it was about winning, it wasn't all about your stats. Like, yeah. you might be a great scorer, but there are certain times you got to realize there's other things you have to do besides score. Like, maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't your time to score that possession. Maybe you had to D up. Maybe you had to. You know, run the play correctly. You know, maybe you have to use your scoring as a decoy so you can get more buckets. Like, exactly. So it's not just about like, even though you're oh a my walking God, bucket. Like, yeah, right. I'm a walking bucket. Like nobody can stop me. But I mean, you can't stop the other eight people on your team by no, yourself. So exactly. no matter who can't stop you, if you ain't about to stop eight people, what does it matter? Like, exactly. What are you going to do for me? That's why I'm you know excited what stat, for. Hold on, real quick. You know what stat actually falls like? off the map really and nobody really looks at it i look at it in every 2k game they actually have it but they don't have it like an actual stats on your phone points responsible for Ah. that stat Mm -hmm. is very important that goes into your plus minus and it adds up your actual points plus assists and how you you know you affected plays and stuff Mm -hmm. and i always try to make sure that my points responsible for is higher (coughs) than the actual points scored for the player because that means they were used to their highest capabilities you don't want them to have 60 points and they're only responsible for 60 points they should be responsible for 72 or 84 you know what i mean because they've been getting assists and affecting Mm -hmm. the game in other ways Mm -hmm. because i play with cats who are strictly just like cats like that who don't like care about that stat they will just shoot a lot of shots exactly well, if I have I have thirty now, but I mean, you're never like more than fifty percent usually from a game, so you probably like forty percent. So you probably shot all these shots, no assists. Um, you didn't help anybody else score. We just watch you shoot all these shots, and we just lost. Mm-hmm. Right. And you about to tell me you the, you the best person on the team? Like I'm not feeling that. Like that doesn't help the team. That doesn't exactly. help us. <laughs> That's so. why I'm excited for three on three basketball in the Olympics this year. Most young players be confused, like, how in the hell I scored 32 points, but my plus minus is negative five because those 32 points didn't affect the game. (laughs) And then we'll tell you, like, well, I think I should be in an all-star game. Like, no, whoa, whoa. Uh, don't get me wrong. You're you're good and all. You're great, but there's the level of greatness is just as good as you are. Usually there could be somebody better at least at your level. Mm -hmm. So, um, right, like five less points, but has seven more assists. So that's going to even out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. at least four more rebounds and probably a steal and a block in there somewhere. Then there's some players that don't like, like they'll probably be the player that uh they have like those, like they average probably like more points. Maybe they do average some more rebounds and assists, but they don't get. I mean, the other guy might just average just more points, but it's maybe like he said, the way he gets those points, the points he's responsible for. There's different things that you can see out there that's just not in the stat book. Like the NBA shouldn't be all about stats. I don't like that. Everything is stats this, a triple-double this, and I can shoot from here, which is cool, and y'all got the skill. And the and the well, we all got the talent. Sometimes not the skill, but I mean, y'all got the talent. But it's it's also how you use it and using it smartly. So mm-hmm. I do. I'll give props to Giannis for that. He uses talent smartly, even though he can't shoot. You know, he know what to do to get forty. He go out and do it with like no mid range shot. He about to so. get fifty on Tuesday. But I mean, most NBA players have some type of flaw. They're not perfect in like. Even like this to go like the Ben Simmons like I don't know how he oh feels God. about the media tears him like a new one every mm-hmm. time like because it's like <laughs> he can't shoot yeah he doesn't belong where he is so like for him to be such a young like I don't think the younger NBA players have like the mentality to like 
withstand how the world is now. Like they feed into the social media so much, it's like you're taking away from you playing basketball. So like, mm-hmm. how do we feel about? How do you, Anton, feel about the mindset of like the newer generation coming up? Like some of them have the mama mentality, others are just like no. are they too sensitive. Or how does that take look? back work mama mentality? They they don't have that. They don't no, at all. No disrespect to them, but that's a one time mentality. Cats don't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the younger generation, they're interesting because they have the power to definitely be like some of the best players we've ever seen, better than all the older players. Mm-hmm. Just like when any younger generation, it is a mindset thing because some of them either feel like they're bigger than they are or they don't take the criticism well, like as a Ben Simmons, where people tell you for years, like, hey, you might want to you know, work on some type of jumper. Even if it's mid-range, something small that you can do that can at least make people you know, respect you out there on the court. He hasn't done it, and now it's really showing because the whole Philly process thing, uh, that's why I thought it would never really work out because him and Embiid already don't play the same style of basketball to begin with. Right. Embiid want to play slow, let me post up, let me handle it, and he want to play fast. So they don't already connect like that. Mm. Unless you ain't dishing it to him, your jumper ain't working. People really just be out there backing off that dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he ain't no threat. So I'm like, he's he's causing real problems for his teams. I think the younger generation could probably take some criticism better. The media do be doing too much, though. I will say that. Right. Um, the media does seem to be like they do want to tear people up and to get their ratings up. They will yeah. tear a person down. And they do kind of be coming at the mental a little too hard. Fuck uh, them. Fuck them. You seen Fuck. the Essie's thing with, with Ben Simmons? Bro. With the kids? They're yeah. like, he's built so many bricks this that playoffs. Shit was he built. Funny. A refuge for I'm like oh and they had kids they, on the, on the they, thing they thank you Ben up. Simmons <laughs> like come on that's messed up but to me, then also I will say this do I think that's kind of cool I mean no but I mean that's sports is how how we grew up right then the response to that should be like all right I mean, you so should be so you should be in the gym right now exactly. every night just. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if that you don't like it, that should be your response to it. Not the response to be like, "Well, it don't matter because I got money." You know? Right? And, it don't matter because I'm in the All Star game this. next year. And when the analytics are wrong, saying, "Well, my numbers are good," you know, I am a great player based off what they're saying. <laughs> We're the last generation that understand the eye test. Like, you know, I don't care yes. what you do with your numbers. My eyes tell me different that these numbers are lying to me. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, like he said, he don't really like numbers. I believe it's half numbers, half eye tests. If my if your numbers don't match what my eyes are seeing, you ain't doing something right. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that, that'd be my problem. Like, you telling me your stats are so great. I'd I be missing why the willing doesn't translate. Like, your stats are great, but you don't win. So then I try to really look at it and see the problem. Like, mm-hmm. like with Paul George, like, he had a great postseason to, to people. Um, I thought it was okay. Exactly. I think he did have great numbers. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, he was down, what, 3-1 twice? Like, that's not a great postseason. Right. That's terrifying. Right. right. <laughs> I don't want to be in the postseason twice when I'm down 3-1. to one. After last year, I just said, well, Paul, I'm about to come back working on my trainer that had me. He talked all that talk. So I'm like, yeah, he got to definitely ball out for it. But then I will see, just like he said with the eye test, a lot of you notice a lot of Paul Drew's numbers come like when they down. Like they'll be down like in that sixteen point thing. Like, yeah, he balling out now. But then when it's time to really depend on dude, uh, I don't see him no more. That's mm-hmm. where the numbers don't matter. It'd be somebody else. Like when Terrence Mann came Kawhi and saved him the one game. I was like, Garbage who, time like numbers. who is Terrence Mann? Why does he have thirty nine points? He, Paul George wasn't even though it's good that you know you let him flourish and everything like that, but Paul George wasn't there for them in that situation. He did have a great game that get um that game, but the one that elevated him somebody else mm-hmm. and that's something that you just see out there not that you can just read between stats mm-hmm. i was going to ask you this question because he was talking about the three-on-three basketball earlier mm-hmm. i was thinking about it should we send our young players to represent the usa in three-on-three so that way they can develop more than a one-on-one and two-on-two game like far like i would send for instance like zion ja and a big so that way they can learn how to play actual three-man basketball and hopefully it can grow from there when they come back to their home team? I would say no, because I like what you said earlier about us getting back to five-on-five, because, as you said, a lot of everybody is – it is one-on-one. It's ISO and, Mm -hmm. you know, only pick and roll instead of, like, actual going away from, like, sets. Like, you know, we play – we actually have an actual set that can allow you pick and roll situations at this point in the set. Like, I feel like people don't do that no more. Like, I don't see a lot of people coming off of – um, stagger screen, two-man screens, elevator screens – or having just a constant flow of movement where you can do like, all right, now it's time for me to go isolation in this set. Right. People don't do that. It's just like, oh, here, pick and roll, isolation. Make Nobody curls onto the wing and tries to get yeah, their shot from like, the elbow or nothing. Nothing like that. It's all like, don't get, and I don't, it's hard because I say that, but then I also can't knock it because, I mean, you do have 
a certain skill level that does allow you to do that. Like mm-hmm. being able to go isolation in the whole game. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to hate on that. That's an incredible skill set to have. Um, it's very hard or something I know I can never do but um, but at the same time that doesn't always mean that it's a positive for your team every time you go to isolate the ball because right, right. like I say you don't score more than 50% of the time it's only half mm-hmm. so there's other things you have to do to make up for that efficiency gap I guess it's just more so like getting back to like the foundation of like all the great players like mm-hmm. they're not really flashy it's just like solid like turn like, around Kawhi Leonard is like, like a he's probably the perfect example yeah. of just like a basic basketball player but he's so good at what he does it's like you can't stop mm-hmm. uh, his mid-range pull up it's already like premeditated in his mind so like because they do reps of these like thousands of reps of like okay i'm about to come off the elbow one dribble maybe mm-hmm. and then it's a jumper every time the second thing i want to come out the uh, younger generation i still love y'all though what i said was important is the reps of like what they doing that translated to their success um, a lot of younger cats don't put up the reps and then don't get the success and then wonder why we're like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying, but it's just, you know, it's just not working. I'm doing what I can, but you need to do what you can. Like, off the court, you need to really, like, work on it. That's why I like pushing, like, my kids. Like, I mean, it's cool you want to do these things, but how often do you really work on this? Yeah. If you don't work on it, you know, beforehand, it's not just going to magically work when you come into a game or right. even in the practice. You got to work on it after practice, not in practice, during practice. You have to continuously put up the reps and keep working if you want to see some real results. Mm-hmm. You know what else? Because the people who make it to the league, those were the kids who were putting in the work day mm-hmm. in, day out, hungry, trying to get out their situation. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, somebody didn't even have to ask them that question. They just did it because they knew where they were going. They probably don't even know what they were doing. They were just working on it. Exactly. So, like, didn't, I didn't know that, but I worked on it because, you know, I was trying to make this work, and that's just what seems to work. Those be, like, the best type of players. Exactly. So, yeah, we see that the NBA is, you know, coming a new game and – I'm really interested in how it's going to like translate with the younger players. Over I'm sure. more excited for next year when they uh, implement the rule where you can't, uh, you know, do that the flopping for the foul. No yes. right. I cannot wait for that because yes. we need that. Because I'm tired of seeing cats just like the know, James Harden and just yeah. jumping in. So don't give me. I mean, it sounds smart to do to get free throws. Yes, but like that's not bad. Like the other as an, other four people watching, like I'm not trying to watch you do that, bro. Like jump into yeah, people. just pump fake and jump into people and then just go Stop to the free throw go. line. Like honestly, like not like, it's it makes not the game nothing. so much longer. It does, yeah, it does. Yeah. That's not doing nothing for me. Um, I was still, you know, I don't like James Harden. I was still shout out that free throw percentage though, um, because you wasn't making all the free throws. I'll be even madder. But then what mm-hmm. a dude does make your free throws when he's actually doing that. Like, yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, I can give kudos to that because a lot of other people that do it, I don't think they efficient for him like the free throw line like that guy is. Um, but I'm definitely excited for that next year because I want everybody to just – I want flopping to just stop in general. I mean, just play mm-hmm. basketball, man. You don't got to go with the antics. You know, I ain't got no movie deals out there. Y'all can get some, though. Um, y'all can definitely get some. But ain't no movie Shout deals out, out there, man. Are you trying to be in Space Jam? So trying to <laughs> Space Jam 3. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't seen the movie Space Jam yet. Clip, have you seen either. it? I've seen it. Okay. And, again, to anybody else who has seen it and they're complaining, just understand this is literally for the next generation. Message. N- nothing about that movie was traditional to the 90s, how they did it. Nothing. This was literally for the two, 2010 babies and the 2020 babies. The mm. same for us. Mm. And I thought it was pretty good. The only critique I had is they did everything right visually, acting-wise. They just could have used better writers. That's it. I agree. Some of the stuff was funny. Some of the stuff could have – it was like, eh. But that's it. Just better writers. It was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Me too. Yeah, I mean so – I haven't got a chance to see it yet. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. I mean, hence the name New Legacy because it's not for – It's not the old. Yeah, it's not you know the same yeah, Michael I Jordan. Definitely, I definitely, you shouldn't even bring Michael Jordan's performance into right. it. Um, it's – like we can compare maybe on the court, but like in movies, it's not that big of a deal, right, man. Right, it's for, right. it's for the kids, man. Like, yeah, for you know, this should just be fun, man. If even if no matter how you feel about it, I mean, it's LeBron. Be like off the court, you can't hate that dude. Like you might feel some way about how he played, but like off the court, mm-hmm. come on, man, he don't he don't do no wrong. Like, when right. when did he when did LeBron get this role to like take over Space Jam? I feel like this is like this was very premeditated. This oh, was no, like this is like, this like ten years ago for a while. He yeah. played this for years. A, a while, but while he was in Cleveland, actually, because he knew he was gonna go to L.A. eventually, he's uh, like, let me t- uh-huh. turn into Hollywood, Bron. Actually, what happened, I read a little snippet or article that said that their first idea to have like a reboot of Space Jam wasn't actually basketball. They're going to reach. They thought about reaching out to Tim Tebow and doing a football <laughs> game. Oh, hell no. Dead ass serious. 
No disrespect to Tim Tebow. Dead ass serious. What was it going to be called? I never heard of that before. I don't know what they were going to call it. Can't call it Space Jam. But that was in football. And also, they didn't like him. So that's why I was confused because they didn't like him. So I don't know why they would pitch Space Jam. That was the plot. That made my head hurt a little bit. I can't see that. Yeah, my brain is I think I read the plot of Space Jam. So I think I know what you're talking about because their plot was supposed to be something. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I have to watch the movie now. I might get more of what you're saying. That's interesting. But yeah, it was really weird. Oh, just to go. This is staying on like sports. That's what we're talking about today. But hold so, on, one last thing. He wasn't trying to win an Oscar with this movie or Academy Award, so just be unbiased. Do you think he will? No. No. He will any anything? No. Yes. Yeah, something? I think he will. If, if you do, congratulations, though. Do yeah, you guys do. watch? Well, you guys have HBO Max. Yes. I mean, I know some people. Um, so <laughs> look up his uh, barbershop show. Oh, oh it's okay. a shop show. Yeah, the shop, yeah, shop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's. I think that's gonna win something because yeah, that's very. That's very raw. Like you know, they can say what they want. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll no, go ahead. I will give major respects to LeBron on the shop show because on there he acts like himself. He doesn't like um, feel the need to portray a too like high of a figure. Like right, you know, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He being himself, uh, talking crazy. I'm like, oh man, this dude's crazy. But like, he, he's being really <laughs> authentic though. Um, so I was respecting him for that. I thought I that was pretty Tom dope Brady's to see him in that light. Yeah, I love that episode. Tom Tom Brady, man, I need to watch that. Let that shit go. Oh, no, it's really good. He has like. In depth conversations with like Jay Z was on there one time. Travis was Scott was on there. One. He's had Bad Bunny on there. It's he, like he he, he had Drake it's always on. a mix. Antonio Brown. Did he have Obama on there? He yeah, had he Drake had on with all that. I think he had Obama on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had I've Drake never heard on of, with all the beef what? with him and Kanye was going on. So. Really? And uh, Pusha T and all that too. <laughs> so all our listeners out there, if you want something to watch, the shop is definitely a good you know sit and uh, observe that. Also, another show was uh, I Am Athlete. It was like kind of like the same district. Yeah. It's like on the NFL aspect. You got Chad Ojocinco and other like That's on YouTube. Yeah. Just talking about their life. That one. Oh, it's, it's good. It's real good. They, shoot, they did Dale Earnhardt Jr. and it was like, do you consider yourself an athlete? He was like, athlete? No, mm-hmm. but I'm somewhere in the middle between normal and an athlete. Like, I forget the exact word he said. Yeah. But he was like, think about it. I'm in this car, in this confined space for, you know, four hours driving. <laughs> Driving at speeds of 200 plus miles an hour. In a circle. I don't, I don't with, know who doesn't consider an athlete, but I definitely consider that an athlete. With, Me too. Sure. With the G-forces going around those turns. I'm like, you got a, you got yeah. endurance. You, you're, I consider you an athlete. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Probably just driving, too. driving alone can tire a person out. So like, right. Man, I hate driving. Yeah. He was like, granted, am I in the most fit condition? Are some drivers in the yeah. most fit condition? Mm-hmm. He said, no. He said, be. some drivers are fit, you know, have that success, but some... You know, might have a little beer gut or something. He was like, but it we do. It's more mental than anything. Cause he was like, just think about it. One, you know, mess up the steering wheel. You're into wall, 150 plus miles an hour. Going. RP, RP to his dad. Going. Right. Yeah. You know who else? Yeah. Cars the, be crashing the, and rolling over, sh- bursting into flames. Like, yeah, that's, that's a sport to me. That's right. serious. <laughs> the uh, crew pit team. Those are athletes. They be on it. Like damn. I need under like 30 hey. seconds just. Fuel up. Yeah, for that Dude, alone, you're absolutely right. Because I mean, you, have to be you, know, you see them cars that. pull in, and I mean, for me, take off in hot. Yeah, they don't come in tire slow. For me, take a little bit. They be like, the next thing you know, go get out of here. I'm like, damn. You got a full tank of gas and four new tires in under a minute. You barely, you barely finish this little drink. I'm like, oh, man, hold on, Y'all guys are good. I guess it's just like interesting though. When people say like you're an athlete, like. You do something professionally, I guess you can consider yourself an athlete, like a golf player. Mm-hmm. Is that an athletic like yes. ability? Yes. yes, golf is yes. very athletic. You know the, the upper body strength you got to have for golf. golf? Your form, Ooh. right? Whoa. Legs. Oh, we can do a challenge. You know, what I, mean? I don't think you could beat me in golf. I yes. think I can definitely beat you in golf. Do you got clubs? No, I'm gonna get okay. some for a challenge. Let's go. All right, we can start doing Pull that. Up. Playing some golf, Cherry Ridge next weekend. Yep, it's only nine home course. I gotta take it easy. So after we just said golf was a physical sport, my guy, what's up, man? Jake, what you gonna do, man? I'm about to beat him. He sounds like he's hustling them right now. I mean, I'm not gonna back down from the challenge. I okay. mean, athlete to athlete, I'll play everything. So, okay. spike ball, eventually, we gotta play that together. I uh, want to. Volleyball, it don't matter. Put me on the course. Not the best I've ever Give me some volleyball. time to adjust. That's fine. Back to sound. Play golf. Shout out to all the volleyball. Why do I picture you doing a Charles Barkley swing, though? Wow. I do not have a Charles Barkley. Don't try to play me. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you ever oh, seen Charles oh, Barkley man. swing? I looked at it. Bro, up. please. He's got a hitch in it. It's bad. No, it's good. It's oh, like he like goes and like. 
buckles his knees and like continues. It's terrible. I just see you doing that. <laughs> no. So can I take a second to um, shout out Liz Cambridge that plays in the WNBA? Since so we're talking about sports, she's a beautiful woman, bro. I just wanted to shout her out. Um, WNBA. WNBA. Yeah, she's like. We always shout out the WNBA. Yeah. yeah Amazon. We got love for them. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. No. It's just like. Like I said, like we gotta appreciate athletes and what they do for us individually, and just for people who are inspired to do something better. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, even I feel like some some NBA players and players in general get blackballed. Mm-hmm. So, like, cause CP, he could have had a ring a while back when Kobe was still in the league. Cause they they, haters. they blocked that like instantly. Like, no, you can't seven do that. Of them things. Know what I mean? So, nope. Yeah, um, that veto was probably like the worst decision like ever in NBA history because it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably like a lot of back pieces that maybe we don't understand, but it, especially now when you see the NBA teams now, it definitely wasn't fair what they did to Chris Paul and Kobe because um, we know that. Well, wasn't it David Stern? Yes, yeah. it was David and Stern. And he was the commissioner when Jordan was in the league? Um, yes, he was the commissioner for a long time. So, um, just saying, man. David yeah. Stern, I heard David Stern absolutely loved Michael Jordan and so he thought nobody the be world of him. I mean, you could say that, but Michael Jordan was fighting his own GM to get six rings, though. Um, oh, yeah, no, I agree with so that. That's true. I feel like, you know, David Stern might have helped him here and there, but Michael Jordan was fighting to do that really in his basketball offer, and he was clowning him every day, telling him, like, you know, you short guy, blah, blah. So uh, I think that situation was a tiny bit different. But what they did to CP3 and the Lakers wasn't cool. I mean, my dude was on the plane, and they said, you can't go to that L.A., you got to go to the other L.A. And if you want to play basketball, that's wow. not cool. Because we think y'all might be too good, and you're going to cause you know a riff in our in our league like Thank that. You. Now but then we you have LeBron. Wade now we have Bosch. all these riffs in these leagues. Now and now we go back and look on it. it was like what was so wrong with Chris Paul playing with Kobe Bryant? Because it did on top of just Chris Paul, Kobe, and like Powell, who was a great player and Hall of Famer. But like Powell was like in his younger years, you know, he was just still doing him. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he was like but you know, Trevor Anthony Reed Davis too, or nothing. It? And Trevor Reza was a great role player. Trevor Reza yeah. wasn't like nothing I'll, you'll be super scared of. He hit some threes, played some defense, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like was no superstar. Team. It wasn't yeah, no exactly. big three. So I'll hit you with this, though. Man, how, 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 about, how about this? Miami Finals. How about <laughs> this? What if David Stern let that go, let this trade go, Chris Paul, and then the summer of 2011 when LeBron and, and Bosh want to go to Miami, he vetoes that. Mm. He vetoes uh, that. You know, what, what happens on that way? So they're like, okay, we let this happen, but we're not going to let this happen now because LeBron's the greatest player and, you know, this – you know, I just would like to see the the different dynamic. Interesting for me. Yeah. Um, only interesting for me because one reason why I would have felt like he would have vetoed that instead of this, um, even though the trade it was a Chris Paul, it was a trade. I can right. see him kind of vetoing the trade. Mm-hmm. It's different when like players go to sign. Yeah, free agency. So my problem with that is I always tell everybody the All Star Weekend that year, they had a summit that LeBron said him. Way in uh, Bosch met up to decide, like, okay. you know, if they don't work out, mm-hmm. where can they link up at? And now they all linked up. Now, if he vetoes that, I can respect that because they said that, you right? Know? They got together and discussed it. And also, on top of that, as I tell people, if I'm not mistaken, LeBron was maybe leading the East at that point in time. So, mm-hmm. discussing exit moves while you can potentially, you know, You're focus 16, on 17, winning, yeah. Um, I don't see the point in that. That's I don't see why you would do that. So if he was to veto that, I can understand that because it seems like, you know, there's something y'all like behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just something that just happened. Y'all right. all got together and decided this as a unit. And that does cause a rift when, you know, people are getting behind the scenes when you're on a winning team mm-hmm. and not focus on winning. It's like, well, I just want to play with such and such. So, yes. The trade's a little different because the trade is the, is the management saying, we want to trade for yeah, your we player. we want to do this. Yes. Yeah, like, we were okay with this. We right. just need you to okay it. But this, so that's my opinion on and that. And even one. with, like, the media, like, now they're trying to manipulate a situation like, oh, Damian Lillard doesn't want to be oh my God, in Portland. That. I'm like, how do you know what he wants to do? Like, he, he didn't even say came anything? Out, he came out and said that. That's not true. Yeah, I, exactly. he's, I, he said, I don't know what I want to do. He said he wants urgency. That's about it. Yeah, he, he said that's all he be. wants. He's like, he's like, I just want them to, you know, act with some urgency as far as, like, recruiting and stuff like that. But he wasn't saying he wanted to trade or anything. Because he said he, he would stay in Portland. Right. Like, that's where he wants to be. But then that's, again... The players don't really have that. The media be They're, kind of. I guess now the players are starting to get like a say so on where they want to be, and because James Harden did a whole like, oh, I'm just gonna gain all this. <laughs> I'm, I'm put on 20 pounds, and I'm just gonna stop doing everything. But then once you start listening to what I'm saying, he threw a tantrum. Then I can leave, right? So he, that he came a, out and dropped buckets. That was a crazy like sequence for me because yeah. he was looking fatter, but then you put him in a Brooklyn Nets uniform. I'm like, man, that dude lost weight. Like, what's right. going on? Like, but is that good though? Mean because yes, you, I like how you said it. Giving athletes power, 
but is that a good example to play for no. for a maybe a kid watching you? No, no. I mean, not. you should know your worth, but then again, the NBA is a business. Yes, you should. So know, they, exactly. they're going to they're script and but have certain it, things that you. But in to a do. way, he threw a big kid tantrum. Is that right to act though? No. Not only it's not just a tantrum; it's how that affects the team. Right, right. He was saying like, you know, Houston can't do anything for me, and I mean, not mentioning Houston wasn't the greatest, but they were trying to put some pieces together. Right. They put some they beat pieces up together. They, 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 they did. They Chris put up some Paul, beat Russell pieces Westbrook. though. Not even Chris Paul. I think at that time was uh was it? I think that's when they got John Wall. They got DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were trying. And they got some other pieces. Not getting, and they got Victor Oladipo. Granted, you know, between Victor, John, and I think, yeah, Cousins, they was all hurt. But, I mean, they was, like, top tier. If they mm-hmm. can, if it was something that could have worked out there, it could have been potentially. Definitely. Um, yeah, Clint Capella at one time. Yeah, you know. but, like, that was the thing. They made no push. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Harden made no push. He wasn't trying. He was like, oh, I can't wait with these dudes, mm-hmm. man. Never mind. Right. He was already, then he, he was goes already to Brooklyn, they lose, out. you know. Yeah. Who's already looking for? I, out. I can't blame the whole Brooklyn loss on him. So right, I get it. I don't want to do that. So yeah, it's just yeah, the players are starting to have a say so, and I think that's like that goes it's into good mentality bad. though. It's um, good, yeah, it's good and the, bad. If the player would have a sale, his mentality has to be right. Like I don't think Harden mentality he was right for. He was trying to get to where he go. Yes, but in the process, he was like putting other people down to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not how you want to do it. That's not how you do it, no. You know, there's different ways to go about it, not just be like, well, I'm about to just play terrible, act fat, and then get traded. <laughs> that's that, crazy. That, or, uh, down talk all my teammates like that. Or if I'm Blake Griffin, I'm not just be like, oh, I just can't duck no more. This hurts. And Next y'all should probably know. just, you know, release me because I don't know if I can do it. And then immediately goes to Brooklyn and it's like, oh, you dunk on people now, threes, mm. defense, effort. But I'm like, dude. I knew that was happening. I read his body language. Yeah. I was like, he don't want to be in Detroit. Like I seen when he dunked on uh, Giannis in the play yeah, in the playoffs. I'm, I'm, I'm like, like, I was like, you ain't dunked in how many games? You got the Brooklyn. Right. All of a sudden, it's dunks in Lob City's back. Right. I'm like, oh wow. Mental health. Him is and real. Jordan. <laughs> they <laughs> linking <laughs> back up. Mental health is real. But so, I would say it's also a, another side to it because some like how you were saying how the players do got they they right and they try to exercise their right. A lot of the owners don't be in the right either, though. Um, True. NBA owners definitely, you know, they always don't see the bigger picture for those guys as well. And a lot of them don't work with them as well. You will see some owners just be like, you know, I'm the owner. I do this. You do this. Mm-hmm. There is a like level because, I mean, y'all paying the millions of dollars. I get it. That's cool. You know, but. Some some people when they say I'm paying you this, you know, just listen to me instead of seeing what they could learn from their investments. Some people, some aren't learning from their investments. I don't like that. So I do like the players having a freedom to express what they want to do, um, exercise their contracts the correct way, get paid. I feel that, but then it's it's, it's a lot of other factors that go into it as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I guess so. We can do like I kind of want to start going into like uh, we should help people with their assertiveness in the workplace because like that's what the players are starting to do now like I know I've been here for this long I'm an expert in this field so after a while I'm gonna start telling you like this is what requires me to be here like I feel like a lot of people aren't that assertive Gabe you know yep I did that at my job nephew been working there five years and I told him straight up I'm only working Monday through Thursday that's it so the newer people come in you gotta go through those trenches to get to that status but like that's how it is yep so y'all wanna take a side topic on the branch off since you said that uh the whole like thing that's happening with like the workforce like around the world you go places and people will tell you like hey we're understaffed and i think that's major for the young generation to know how to um navigate through what oscar said knowing your worth because for years as we've seen like minimum wage can't help you Uh, minimum wage won't have you live in a comfortable lifestyle anywhere no matter what job and people are saying like oh, we have nobody to work at these jobs. But I'm like, these jobs aren't paying you what you're worth, and they're not paying you a substantial living wage. Of course you have nobody to work there. Um, Jacob, go ahead, because you're on mm-hmm. fire. Do so it. just because I ooh, read ooh, something, me, I something say, this week it. that builds off of what you just said. In order to afford a one-bedroom apartment in the U.S., and making minimum wage, you have to work 97 hours. And that's wild to me. A week? A week. Damn. Like like. Yes, like every single week yes. that's on a check. And we're ninety-seven hours on and a check. We're not even talking about so every yes. every two weeks. Two so. full-time jobs making minimum wage. And we're not even talking about like you know the things after your rent, as far as right. like your groceries, um, food, um, Wi-Fi, just, Hulu. Wi-Fi, right. Wi-Fi, <laughs> and as far as just other like living expenses, we just talking about having a place to lay your head. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, who has, 90, who has ninety-seven hours to do that? Right. Nobody. And I feel like. 
like even like veterans that go serve in the service and they come home, they should have like a stipend. So they could like you serve for us, you get this amount rest of the year. Here's a house for you to live in, food, you're good. But they do have VA loans and stuff like that. They have a lot of stuff for the VA. I don't know if a lot of people don't go out and get the resources or they don't know about them. Mm-hmm. But because my dad's in the military, he was telling me all type of stuff. Saying like it's a program to where they can go if they see like they have like any like health or mental issues, they'll put up in like put them in like a house for like six months, paid for, while they try to get a job. It's a lot of stuff like that, but a lot of stuff is if you know, you know, and a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Um, but I definitely do agree with you. They should have like you know programs in place for people like that. Like, hey man, we we should take care of you, especially if you serve. Public education classes about resources that are available in your city that fit what criteria you are looking for. Mm-hmm. Respect. I hope. No, so uh, um, just to go back, I'm saying like I think us going through a whole pandemic and to where we are now, I think the world just needs all need mental health counseling or some type of like therapy because like we weren't supposed to endure that space at all. We need to upgrade a lot of things, just from financially, from mentally. I just we need to change how we look at things because we man that costs money though. We need we're Does. functioning off of a structure that's been broken since ever, mm-hmm. or but never been updated, never been a full overhaul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that costs money, but guess what? You have two billionaires that just fucking race to space on their own. They about to get okay, the but they're not obligated to give no, back to us, right. and that's what's fucked right. up. But sometimes it's like, well, why don't you tax them a little bit more? Because it's like, how? Because it's it's just bigger than them two people. That's it just is. gonna affect them, just them two people. It's gonna affect everybody both, as a whole. Both the people points. that that don't want to get those taxes are the same people that make the same amount no, of them. I, I and agree. We just don't know about it. Because it shouldn't be all on the billionaires, you know, like help them. Should we right. tax them? Yes. But then there's people that give them, you know, these these laws to get out of taxes, like mm-hmm. Donald, like i.e. Donald Trump, like. There's certain things that rich people have that can avoid them paying, like, you know, major taxes. Like, even right. though it's not Bezos' responsibility to do anything for us. He made his money, you know, right, through his right, own right. work. We're not saying that. But then he pays, like, zero federal taxes yes. after he makes all this money. And then people, the IRS coming at me, like, I got enough money to help the world and shit. Right. <laughs> right. True. Yeah. They could have gave my man a little percentage of a flick of what I'm making. And he could have, you know, helped whatever y'all talking about. But y'all want to press me. Like, right, what I'm right. going to do for y'all? And I don't even like y'all all the time. So yeah. shit. Now, to Jacob, you got an incident with the yeah. IRS sending yeah. you some stuff. How? Oh, you got that PPP? Nah. But it's like get a loan, actually. <laughs> nah. All right. But it's like I sent my payment. How are you not gonna receive my payment? Then send me a bill saying I got late fees and stuff like that. So I now owe you know a grand more than what I thought I. The hell? No, you should have less money on this sending me so I can set my shit up online because that's what I was told. Like uh, so I, I think like, that goes back to what you're saying. It's like uh, people don't update, especially like the older people that like run the world. They want to like kind of run it how they've been running it, like their whole right, lives. Like, but updates. like it's 2021. There's so many things that have changed due to the pandemic that were already changing previously. Like we can't run things back like how in the 90s. We up everything should be updated. Like we probably got to do more stuff like online. Right. But then they'll be like, well, we don't know how to do that. Well, like maybe you can hire people to figure it out because right. there's a lot of people out here that do know how to do it. So like and they will take the money and live a good life doing your work. For you, yeah, it'll help you out quite a bit. I mean, that's kind of what you do to like Kiss. get to that space of wealth. It's like I know something that has value, and then I'm going to build it up, and then I'm have bring people on. I know what they're doing that's probably smarter than me. Have them run it, and then I'm gonna keep growing in that space. And that's like business one on one, basically. Like right. you want to build a brand, like Apple is a multi billion dollar brand. There's so many like multi billion dollar brands that like can reach that space, but it's just the investment the resources to really pour into it so and to anybody taking that advice lease yourself as a partner or a consultant don't be an employee for that person mm-hmm. great yeah. advice no that's great just advice. like you got to change the mentality from working to employee we're all ceos in some aspect of our life you know what i mean but people don't really know how to use their power to like elevate the space they want to get to and it's like okay well invest a little bit in your time take some time off read meditate whatever you got to do just be healthy try to Update yourself like iOS update. The world needs to update. Yeah, bad, bad. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That's we on Windows yeah. eight. We need Windows twenty. Clip. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, you want to give us a gym or any questions for you, Anton? You want to ask us? I was gonna or? say, are we gonna do a wellness check or anything like that, like we normally do? Oh yeah, that? let's do a wellness check. All right. So we've been doing this every episode. So kind of just go around and ask guys one through ten how you feeling 
emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever. So, Jacob, you want to start us off? One through ten? I'm at seven or eight. I smoked my first brisket yesterday. Felt very accomplished. Took mm-hmm. 13 hours. It's a long ass time. That oh. shit was trash. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dry. But yeah, so that and that's all. I'm just glad about that. Everything else in life is going good. Mm-hmm. Can't really complain about shit. So oh, yeah. That's good. John. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I'm feeling, um, just overall like a, like a seven, about a seven, uh, just in school right now. So I'm trying to figure that shit out and get it over with so I can. Okay. So finally. the school situation, I was kind of explaining to Anton a little mm-hmm. bit about what, what you're going to school. So explain like you're getting this, but like, what, what do you get from it? Just like <laughs> right now, pass, that was it. Yeah. Right now it's literally going to be a piece of paper. <laughs> um, it's, it's an investment for my future. So I, then I don't have to do any more schooling. I don't, I hope not. Uh, in the future but this is a public administration degree so then when uh, I'm ready to do anything further with with my job or uh, you know in, in within the city or wherever I'll have a piece of paper that says I know a little bit more than I did and I, I could be worth more you know in the open market later so mm-hmm. it's, it gives me no benefit right now at all so I'm like it's so hard to like pump myself to do anything it's like I it's an investment, it's man. It's an investment. I got to, like, think long, and I'm like, it's it's, it's getting kind of tough. But mm-hmm. um, not going respect that. The only other thing I'll say is make sure um, while you're getting the investment is to, uh, I mean, you know this, of course, but the network of people you're getting your investment with, stay with them. That's um, Because that's what will take you farther, just that. I only say this is me. Like, I have my accounting degree. I have too many, like, accounting jobs, but I'll be the first to say, like, I, didn't get, I didn't really apply or go after, like, a lot of internships like I, I should be. Like, that was in the financial field. I'll try to just do anything, you know. Like I said, to have more value with this paper. Like I said, I have this degree, so it's valuable. But, I mean, we're about knowing people. Uh, I learned that for sure, even if you do go to college. Not saying it doesn't matter, but the people you go with, you know, you can go with them. You you build that rapport with them. I was like, hey, remember me from here? And the next thing you know, you can get a job opportunity. Absolutely. So because what I've seen, like, in people's workforces, they have this paper that makes them valuable, and they're stupid. Um, like... Yeah, you have yeah. this paper, you're valuable, but like I see you do your job and I think you're kind of an idiot. Like <laughs> you're not an eighty thousand respectfully. But I no, mean, disrespectfully. Because, <laughs> with, with all respect. With all, with all this fucking trash. And I say shit. disrespectfully yeah. because growing up, I've seen people that like I feel can like, man, they can do this job. Like it's an eighty thousand dollar job, man. Even if dude from the hood, like man, I know he can do it because he has at least a sense of pride, like his work. Um, he has worked there. He like at least want to be better. Maybe you just put in yeah, a bad yeah. situation. Uh, did I see somebody put in a great situation and they're blowing it, mm-hmm. not caring, not trying because they feel like this should be given to them because it was. And I'm like, no, disrespectful, you don't deserve that. So sometimes it isn't all about the pair for me. It's about what you do with it. Definitely. Definitely. No, I, I'm, in, I'm in classes with like people that work like they're like department heads with the government and shit. I'm like, bro, I got like these people are definitely uh, I need to be uh, taking advantage of that because. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just a little rinky dink, you know, this and they're like, I'm like. It was wild, but yeah, so just got to get through that. That's all. All right, Gabe, for you? Uh, I'm good. I'm feeling a lot of nostalgia lately. Yeah. I'm house sitting in my grandparents' house, so oh, the infamous dungeon. <laughs> oh, I go down there, and it doesn't look like anything that <laughs> we grew up into, dude, man. It's just so funny to see. Just the whole house changed, like, from, the from like, the kitchen, how they remodeled, to just, you know, just the, the other bedroom being not there anymore. And then, like, level this bedroom in the other room. It's just, like, crazy. It's kind of, like, we're grown as fuck. Yeah, man. like, how time is moving. And yeah, it's yeah. just, like, slowly, just, like, through the years, how much, like, I see the hole we put through the wall. It's, like, it's just funny <laughs> as fuck. It's just, like, it's just a lot of nostalgia. And then, like, man, I feel old in Grandpa's house because they got so many things that turned on. Just the damn TV. I got to turn on the TV. Turn on the speaker bar and then turn on um, the cable box. The cable box, yeah, it's like three different things. I'm like, bro, what somebody the hell? Need to go over there. And update uh, their I'm whole sorry, house. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to. Gabe, did you just said you feel old? Yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> what'd you say when you see me pull up? <laughs> yeah, I said the same. I was like, oh man, you got facial hair now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, funny. it's only funny because I've been down right here the second person I seen from like growing up when like y'all was like just getting into high school before I left, and now I come back. I'm like, oh, you got facial, you got bills now, huh? Hey, you, yeah, got, yeah. you got that stress facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's crazy. Got to switch over to my insurance, my own insurance this week too. <laughs> oh shit, oh, about yeah. to start going through the roof, man. Mm-hmm. Went from three eight, well three eighty with the car, and like another hundred bucks with that. So I'm gonna pay like one fifty now with my new insurance. So it's like five twenty. 
with that. It's not that bad. It's, I got a 520 car in my opinion. Welcome to adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. More people want money from you every day. Like, hey, man, <laughs> how much you got? Just <laughs> <laughs> got on my 40. I got a 20 and a 1. What you want? I don't got it today. See me next week, bro. No, yeah, that's a big reason why I picked up another job, though, man. Just to stay out of trouble and just keep a fluid amount of money consistently coming in. Mm-hmm. Respect. Uh, Clifton, for you? For me, I'm at an eight. Like, everything is, like, going fine in my life. But yesterday when I was uh, cashing out from grocery shopping, um, there was a family in front of me. There was a young lady. She had her two kids with her. She had a baby, a young daughter, and she was just getting some pork chops, strawberries, bananas, and some greens. It looked like she was trying to cook for the night. And I ain't going to lie, her boyfriend looked like a straight fiend, came in and pretty much told her, like, she wasn't allowed to spend no money on the card and that they had to go right now. I don't know if, like, you know, he was trying to get his shit, he couldn't miss his window or whatever, but I didn't like seeing that. So I chased them out the store and I said, hey, I was like, I'll buy your stuff. I was like, come back in. I was like, you know, I was, you only got a couple things. I was like, I'll buy it for you. And he was like, let's, you know, he cussed her out pretty much and said they had to go right now. And. You know, I could have made a scene out of it and did, you know, some extra shit. But I'm like, one, I ain't putting on my cape. I got my family in there. And two, you know, if she allows that in her life, like me defending her in that moment ain't going to change the result of what she's going to keep going through. So yeah. that might, felt kind of... Might make it worse, too, Exactly. Man. So I felt kind of poopy seeing that. I didn't like seeing that. I wish I could have did more, but I knew I couldn't do more. And so it is what it is. So that's kind of like why I'm at eight. So because it's eating at me a little bit, but... I mean, I'll let it go in the next couple of days, do a workout or something, and be cool. But otherwise, I'm top to bottom of 10. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Respect. Anton, for you? Uh, definitely seven. Some things I've been trying to put into the works that's taking time. Um, a lot of it's taking time due to, like, me see not being on the ball, but I'm going through some. You know, i got to do better time management. It's always been that for me. So um, trying to make sure I do things officially, time-wise. Preach. Puts me at a seven. Yeah, that's is wild. Uh, especially, I got a lot of stuff going on in my job. Not really like a lot. But we just we short staff as well. Me working at the bank, so we've been balls to wall on that. But my team is great. So shout out to my squad. Uh, love them. Uh, besides that, I'm just trying to do what I can. Uh, coming to Lorraine this weekend has been cool. Got to see a lot of my homies. Um, mm-hmm. It was my sister's birthday yesterday. Shout out my sister Dee. Happy birthday. Hey. Mm-hmm. Is your sister? Um, well, you know that's like my homie. Oh, okay, I was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sister, gotcha. Um, oh, love. You know, it's been love since high school. Also, she had a brunch that I got to shout her out because this food was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, for my Instagram people, the name is Chef Ty. S-H-E-F-T-I-Y. Chef Ty did her brunch. And it's all my Instagram. It's all my Facebook. She cooked one of the most amazing brunches I ever had. I seen bro. it. It looked amazing. Bro. It was. Whoa. And I walked in there and was like... Yes. They thought I was mad that the dog was coming downstairs. Like, oh, no, the dog don't bite. I was like, girl, I don't care about that dog. That don't scare me. You smell that food? Like, oh, man, turn up. We passed that. Yep. Yeah, we passed that. So um, shout out that. That's been pretty cool. Hanging out with my uh, my groomsmen from my guy, Ash. And I'm here with my dudes at the IOU, man. Yeah. So we, we her. Oh, yeah, we good, man. Yeah. So for me, I guess I'm at like a, well, I'm at like a nine. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Everything is like falling into place now that I paid for everything else for the wedding that was like majority of my stress but like now nah, i get to just enjoy you know mm-hmm. just being here and getting ready for that next step basically so i'm cool so can i tell you a funny story mm-hmm. so while me and uh me and trap talking about you know the speech for the wedding yesterday at the brunch uh-huh. and he was like yeah man you can't be out there giving no long speech man you got to make it short simple and sweet and i'm like so as the best man i'm about to give a short simple and sweet speech bro. Yeah, you take your I time you're not speaking no jacob don't say shit. wow yeah, like, don't get me wrong i ain't gonna do nothing like long mm-hmm. and crazy but i gotta at least like dish you like three times i gotta uplift right. you twice i gotta tell sell you know don't call me or something i'm playing jk <laughs> jk but you know i gotta do something a little, a little crazy in there but it was just funny we were just talking about that for a second man no it's about to be yeah one of the best moments of my life for sure. It's about to be fun as fuck. Yeah. So what? What is this? What is in here then? That is the uh, invitation. Make sure you RSVP for that. Okay. Uh, everybody like, keeps in person or like I gotta no, do it. On when you open it up, it's gonna take you to like where you're supposed to okay. RSVP. Cool. We okay. in the future. We updated here. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just making sure. I, you know, I don't got Facebook, so I just I had to make that. Known. That's why I'm like, I wait till you come here, hand it to you personally, <laughs> so you know, like, boom, just get ready. Heard that. Uh, Did but, you find a yacht yet? That is my next step. I posted. I made a post to see if I can find one, but I got a couple options in mind. Uh-huh. Like I said, we're going to do this. We're going to do this, bro. I'm, nice. I'm coming in on a boat. Yeah, something. Got to, something. 
just yeah, we don't. We, if we got a pitch in, we got a pitch in. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So Clifton, you want to give us the gym real quick? Oh, I thought you was gonna do your wellness check. But uh, he did. He, did. he, did. he, he did. said he's good. And nine. Oh good. man, see, I'm tripping, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told you when you put up. <laughs> 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 All right. Never treat anything you do as a stepping stone. Do it fully and follow it completely. And that's by Miranair. Preach. Nice. I like that. This has been a lovely episode. It's on us. Anton again. Thank you for being the guest on the show. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate out, it. Shout out. Until next week, guys. Stay tuned. We out. Love you, mom. Thank you for listening to IOU Podcast, where you can reach us out on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, YouTube, um, and our Gmail is IOU Podcast 440. And this has been a great episode with my boys, and stay tuned for next week, and God bless.